0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska Athletics. Oh, I expect to do a whole lot better. Because now I know the um the system and how things run. I can just play, like actually just run to the ball, make plays. Last year I was playing like a robot, I would say. Just trying to like actually like not mess up. But now I know the play, so I can just run.
1: And welcome back here to the Husker Online show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, A. Klaus. That was outside linebacker Feldarius Payne, um, who I think of all the guys on defense, he could be the one name that makes the biggest jump from 20 to 21 just solely based on the time he's had in the system, the ability to train and get in shape. Because remember, he was coming off shoulder surgery, but he might be that elusive pass rusher, the fourth man that comes off the edge on defense they haven't had. And, I mean, that that's one guy uh, of the guys we know all about that I'm intrigued to watch here on Saturday.
2: Well, especially – When you consider his path last year, I mean, he arrives and, uh, you know, he's a little underweight to begin with at a defensive end position and he has shoulder surgery to where he can, he said he could barely even lift uh, 95 pounds on bench. I mean, that's 25 pounds on each side. And that was a struggle for him. That's how bad his shoulder was and how far uh, he had to go in terms of getting back into Big Ten level strength. And you know, then he got COVID, and he missed a bunch of time uh, during the offseason. So, I mean, he had a bunch of setbacks physically that he had to overcome, and yet he still had a season with 21 tackles, two, a uh, couple tackles for loss sack couple pass breakup and played all eight games so I mean he did uh far beyond what anyone expected especially considering uh you know the the hurdles he had to overcome so yeah I think that he is in prime position to be a fixture on that defense and if you give him a full off season of being healthy and staying on track with his training and and, and conditioning and strength and all that uh, I think that he's got a much higher ceiling than what we've seen so far
0: well like you said in the in the open there he was kind of acting or playing like a robot last year, he he didn't feel necessarily feel comfortable with the defense. You know, he was thinking so much about what his responsibilities were and what his keys were, so on and so forth. I, I think we've really only started to get the a true glimpse of of uh, you know Fidarius Payne, the player towards the very, very end of last season. And so I think we're all, you know, maybe poised to see, you know, him take a a massive jump forward now that he's comfortable with the defense, now that he's finally healthy and has overcome a lot of those hurdles that he dealt with last year. Um, You know, I I think he could be be quite disruptive and and really valuable for this defense.
1: Guys, when you return 17 of your top 20 defenders and then you add Chris Kolarvik in that mix as well, um, it's hard for new names to emerge. But I'll tell you one – Really interesting story in a guy that, that's emerged uh, that wasn't on the field last year is Colton Feast. Um, the walk-on out of UTAN, um, just right outside Omaha there. Um, he's put himself, at least this spring, um, on the back end of the defensive line rotation. He's probably the sixth guy, maybe the seventh guy when Ben Stilley's back. But that is, um, of all the stories, when you have such an established unit, I think that's one of the better stories Just to see a kid that went in the old-fashioned walk-on program and he's put on the 30, 40 pounds and lifted and trained and he's going to Put himself to be a role player on this team, possibly.
2: Yeah, I mean, another guy who's the definition of what the Nebraska walk-on program is all about. Where you know he came in with very little recruiting acclaim, and yet just worked hard and got himself bigger, stronger. Uh, you know, committed himself to learning the defense and every opportunity he got in practice, and especially in a defensive line where reps come at such a premium with so as much depth as they have at that position. Uh, every opportunity he got, he maximized it. That's one of the things Tony Tui- Tuioti said this week was, you know, he's was so consistent and played at such a high level in every chance that he got that he fully trusts, uh, you know, Colton Feast to do what he's supposed to do, and that's why – You know, as a a sophomore walk-on from UTAN, he is now in the top six over scholarship players, uh, and that's a full credit to him and the work he's put in.
0: Well, I think a lot of people probably don't realize that this is a player that was playing the state championship game as a senior, as a linebacker, Uh, and he's made the transition to being a defensive end in the Big Ten um, you know, he's completely changed his body, has had to learn a new position, has had to learn, you know, with playing, playing with his hand in the ground and, and not, you know, not being a linebacker off the line of scrimmage. I mean, he's had to learn and adjust an awful lot. And for him to have done that in two years and, and be in the, the top six and be in the rotation, I mean, that's pretty darn impressive. You know, it
1: reminds me a little bit of Jack Gangwish. Jack Gangwish yep. was a middle linebacker at Wood River. Um, which it's now Wood River Shelton, I believe, um, for our Kearney in Central. By the way, we found out we've got a lot of loyal listeners, Nate, in Central Nebraska in the yep. Holdridge Kearney, Grand Island area on Fridays that pick us up there on ESPN Radio. But reminds me of, of that guy because Gangwish came in as we – I think we all agreed in the Shrine Bowl, like, well, he can't be a linebacker at Nebraska, but he grew into a D lineman. And, and Colton Feast is the same way. That's what the the walk on program at Nebraska. It's not necessarily to find quarterbacks to start or running backs to start. It's to find the guards, the centers, the tight ends, the defensive linemen like this. Um, maybe a nickel type corner guy. You don't typically find you know your pass rushers and your tackles and your quarterbacks and running backs, but guys like Colton Feast is what the walk on program should hopefully produce every once in a while.
2: Absolutely, because you got dudes that have all this untapped potential that might not have been in this program where not only did they get the exposure, but just the, the resources in order to you know, really take that next step you know as an athlete now Colton feast is he's listed at 280 pounds you're talking about a kid that a couple of years ago was playing linebacker you know what I mean so that shows that you know if you have the right mindset and you ha- find a, a new niche that you can make uh, your your name at you're going to have an opportunity and uh, Colton feast is another name to put on the poster board of, of what being uh, the opportunities being a walk on in Nebraska can provide
0: yeah and I think that's it kind of goes to show what what the walk on program is about it's not necessarily like you said finding a ready-made player it's It's how well can you project what a guy could potentially be down the road, what he could grow into, um, you know, and and getting him in the program, getting him to buy into – uh, making that change from being a linebacker to being a defensive end and, and adding a bunch of weight to his body and, and learning that new position and, and everything. So, um, you know, that's somebody who's totally bought in and, and is really sacrificed and done everything for the team, and now it's uh, it's about time for that to, to all pay off for him.
1: And I know we're on defense, but I want to hit on special teams because it does involve a lot of defensive guys. Do you think we'll see much live special teams work that wasn't really addressed – I mean, I, I got to think they're going to want Daniel Cherney to get out there and punt. Yeah. And, and by the way, is William Pristip like? Or, I mean, has anyone heard his name no, mentioned once? I have no. not. Okay, I'm just I'm just making sure I'm on the same page <laughs> here because I mean, he was the punter last year. I know. But I, I think the conversation is obviously all around Daniel Cherney at this point.
2: Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, I know in years past they've done it where they do like the full on punt return team, but there's no return; they just fair catch it. And so that that could be a deal where you do the full on punt. Guys run down the field to cover the punt, but there's no return. So that that yeah. would that'd be my guess. I
0: mean, if if the first half of the game is going to be thud up, yeah, if you're not even tackling, if you're not taking people down on the ground. We're not going to see full out yeah. kickoff and kickoff, you know, kickoff cover
2: and no wedge busters. No,
0: no. Uh, so and, and and you know what? I mean, if that's and that's fine i mean i don't know i i was a little disappointed with the format i thought
1: it's wooden swords in the first half yeah. and full swords in the second half yeah once
0: yeah once <laughs> once the first and second stringers you know get get their time in the in the sun you know then the, then the gloves come off I, whatever i i don't know but i mean they, it's definitely something that they need to work on i'd be very shocked if if we didn't see them at least practice that in some sort of way i I want to
1: see cherny punt
0: live well yeah i mean i do i i I. I
1: saw the youtube video and then once he committed in nebraska they they, nebraska told him to take down that video (laughs) and i mean his hang time was like
2: ridiculous on these punts yeah and especially coming off that injury you know you just got to wonder where where he is physically all reports are you know from his teammates and coaches that he's doing well but you know that's that's a big injury to come back off of especially with your first introduction into american football Well, we know that
0: he's got the athleticism, he's got the ability – um, but can he harness that all and, and kind of put it together for you know American and, football and, and
2: understanding the game? I mean, that's yeah. that's a thing that apparently has been an issue for him over the past year. Not so much now compared to where he first arrived, but you know, having a, a sense of the game and down and distance and you know, knowing where to punt and how to punt uh, against a return and, and those types of things. It's not just rearing back and, and booting a ball downfield.
1: He's a. Pro- I mean, people forget though. He he's a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. He he was in a minor league. Mm-hmm. So Australian, rules, mental, Australian like, rules football organization. He got to what would be equivalent of triple a one step below the pro team and then gave that up to pursue college football. So it's not like he's just some guy they found that was living in the dorms that could punt. I mean, <laughs> he, he was a professional athlete just in a different sport and, and, like Mike Dawson said, we coach him like a linebacker. He wants to be coached like a linebacker, not a punter, um, because he, he he's he's looking forward to a chance to make a tackle on a punt. I mean, well, yeah
0: he's, I mean that's what he's used to. That's what he's kind of used to doing. And now he gets from, to put pads on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and never wore a helmet or pads necessarily. So, yeah, it's it's a unique dynamic. But uh, you know, we've seen these types of guys be successful at mm-hmm. other schools and. And uh, I mean, there's clearly there's a reason why Nebraska went out and got him and gave him a scholarship without ever really you know physically seeing him in person or having him work out you know on campus here at, at a kicking camp. I mean, um, you know he he he's got all the tools, but can he put it all together? Is is the question? All
1: right. When we come back, we're gonna have a mailbag here this week as we head into the spring game. We'll take some questions. Uh, we'll hit on basketball too. And one of our questions is. Robin Washett was down all weekend in lovely Hutchinson, Kansas, covering the National Junior College Basketball Tournament, so uh, we'll get a take on that as well. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.